Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The fan was making an annoying noise, so every so often it would go and then it would go, which when you're trying to fall asleep in the dark in a room you don't know, sounds like a witch. On top of the counter, there was a big glass jar filled with what I thought were huge party rings. I was like, ah, now that is up my street because I do like a party ring. So I was like, what are those biscuits? Could I have one of those? <laughs> and, yeah. He did. He was very quick to point out that they were, in fact, dog biscuits. There should have been a label. There should have been a paw print. Do it again. <laughs> it was like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. That actually made me cry. Welcome to episode 128 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. We launch right into it with some vegan nonsense, but then very quickly move on to the National Running Show, which we attended at the weekend in Birmingham. We had an absolute blast. We saw so many of you pod squatters and are just giddy with the happiness of it all. We talk here about just some of the brilliant people we met, about Holly getting the spooks in her hotel room, dog biscuits, flapjack and lots of wine. We eventually get on to our own running and how our training is going. Post-Covid, it's been a bit tough for both of us. In terms of the upcoming Paris half, Holly is really worried about where she is and whether she's not as strong as she was ahead of the bath half last October. But she's been doing strength training and mobility, and I have a sneaking suspicion that she might actually be in a stronger place on the start line of the Paris half. I'm also feeling a bit uneasy about where my running is, so I whinge about that for a bit too. We also talk about Strava etiquette, which I am terrible at, 
and also how we shouldn't measure ourselves by our Garmin stats. Tricky, tricky. This episode is sponsored by Runner. Runner, that's R-U-N-N-A, is the first of its kind. It's a number one rated, fully automated running coaching service. Download the Runner app and you will be able to take your running to the next level with personalised, tailored plans delivered by brilliant coaches, including Olympian runner Steph Davis. Runner will help you achieve your goals, whether you're training for a faster 5k or your first marathon. Use the code Women's Running, all one word, and you'll get your first two weeks training absolutely free to see what all the hype is about. Quick vegan catch up, or should we talk about? There's Quick, so, no, let's do. Let's talk about. There is so much to talk about. Quick vegan catch up. I am bored to shit with veganism. I'm so yeah. bored. Apart from. Over the weekend, which we will talk about in a minute, um, a mushroom and vegan cheese toasty, which I had twice, which was absolutely delicious. Yeah, that was a win, wasn't it? Total win, but I think was probably then the, um, I think it was the baddie in terms of me being just a great big ball of wind for 48 hours. So I see. Yeah. Not, not, Maybe not, vegan not, cheese was was, was is a recipe cheese. for f- big farts. I think so. I think it's mainly me. It's just me. But um, yeah, I did come back and just explode all over the house basically yesterday. It was um, oh no, well, it was quite good fun. But um, you know, <laughs> I did too. But it, that was coffee motivated. Oh yes, I became yeah. addicted to coffee over the space of the weekend, didn't I? It was <laughs> I know, ma- it was I mental. Know. <laughs> I never drink coffee and then and then so Esther and I yeah. on the weekend were at the National Running Show we met yeah. so many podcast listeners so many um, pod squadders it was unbelievable wasn't it it, it was, was just, um, it was such a joy it was yeah it was so joyful and and joyful from the word go because I was there from first thing on Saturday morning and I felt like our stand was a little bit hidden away. So National Running Show, for those of you that didn't come, it was in Birmingham at the NEC. And we've done this. We, we were there last year and then we weren't there before then because there, then there was a COVID gap and we were there in 2020. Um, and, and we were sort of hoping it would be back to kind of its original levels because in 2020 it was like manic. Um, and then last year mm-hmm. it was a little quieter because it was all masks and kind of um, COVID checks and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's a show that I, I I so look forward to it every single year, but kind of forget how utterly exhausting it is by the end of oh Sunday. Oh my we god, were, we were on our knees, weren't we? But um, yeah, but yeah, we it was it, it was so exciting. We, yeah, we were a bit tucked away, um, but we were by the inspiration stage. So for me, selfishly, it was amazing because like, we could stand on the stand and look at all the kind of celebs um, as they came. Yeah, we could, yeah, we were standing on our stand and we had D- sort of Dina Asher-Smith a Dina few Asher-Smith. meters in front of us talking yeah. about her life and stuff. It was amazing. It was really, really good. That was amazing. Really yeah. cool positioning. And it did kind of mean 
the after, because Esther's right, I think when we first arrived, it was like, oh, okay, this is a little bit round the corner. And in actual fact, it meant that every time, because we were opposite the inspiration stage, not only were we entertained, are you not entertained, but also... <laughs> we had a sort of influx of people who, for some reason, after listening to Jenny Faulkner talk or uh, who else was on the stage, Susie Chan, Dina Asher-Smith, so many interesting people, they yeah. would, Iris McColgan, they yeah. would um, turn around and come and say hello to us. And yeah, it was yeah. just a dream. Like, so right it, it was really nice. Go. It was so lovely, yeah. wasn't it? And we met so many just wonderful women who like listen to this and buy the mag, but mostly listen to this, I think. And um, and we so we had loads of hugs and loads of photos and and like I think we've probably got quite a lot of shout outs to do. And I'm trying to remember some of the names because we did try and ask as we went along and then sort of forgot a few. But right, my first shout out has to be Jackie who came oh, along Jackie saved the, our lives Jackie saved our lives who came along <laughs> um friend of the pod now um, and gave yeah. me flapjack and then a little bit later on came back when you turned up at sort of lunchtime and gave you flapjack too she was the flapjack deliverer <gasps> and she truly was my savior that day because uh yeah so Esther arrived in the morning I apologize massively if anybody turned up in the morning hoping to meet both of us and I'm sure that Esther's presence was enough of a joy but um we just didn't we had no idea how many pod squadders there would be there and so no I was getting a lift and turned up at lunchtime and then um uh joined Esther and she was like it's been a little bit bonkers there's a lot of podcast listeners and <laughs> it's been amazing and I um stayed on the stand and met a few of you lovely people and then about three o'clock suddenly realized I haven't had any lunch went to go and get lunch um at, this was a, you know a couple of hours after Jackie had come and presented me with the most gorgeous looking flapjack that I tucked away thinking I'll have that later that's that's made my day already but it didn't just mm -hmm. make my day it did save the day because I went around looking for something to eat and everything had closed by the time I had a moment to go and and get some yeah. lunch and um so Jackie's flapjack became my lunch and it was it it was the best. I can highly recommend a whole lemon drizzle flapjack for lunch. <laughs> Incredible. Oh god, that flapjack. That flapjack. Absolutely amazing. I just had the, it was I just amazing. had the best time. It was kind of it was really like um like just standing on the stand and that like you you'd just be sort of standing there looking out and I'd be I was sort of, you know, trying to catch a glimpse of whoever was talking or whatever. And then suddenly there'd be like a kind of a, a big smiley face <laughs> coming towards us just going oh, I just yeah. want to say and like everyone's going I just want to say and people were so lovely coming up and and yeah we had there was just it was just really joyful wasn't it I just didn't realize yeah. so many people would come I didn't realize so many people I know would want to chat and and all, and as we were just saying before we started recording I didn't realize people would come up and not only were they, I mean, I do realise this, were, were not, were only were they bemoaning the fact that you weren't there for that, you know, like, where's Holly? Is Holly coming? Where's Holly? And I was like, hang on a minute, what about me? But it was like, where's Holly? Where's Holly? And <laughs> and then a little bit later on, there was so, someone came up and said, there. is she wearing thing, her? I had the same thing, Esther. 
Ah, uh, damn it. But they were saying, <laughs> they, were, they were saying, is she wearing her avocado Udi? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if she made, the, she bought the avocado Udi. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't bring the avocado Udi because I must confess, it does not travel well. It is, it weighs <laughs> the same of a, as, as a sort of small baby and it is absolutely massive. It takes up a whole suitcase. But um, I am wearing it today. In all of your honour, yeah. because I was asked a lot about the avocado Udi. So mm-hmm. I'm wearing it to record today. Um, and the other thing that I was asked a lot about were the pine yeah. needles. <laughs> Lots yeah. of people wanted to know if there was an update on the pine needles. Um, and uh, the only update I can give, because um, I did go around looking for a bit of drama and knocked on their door, but they didn't answer. So uh, the only update I can give on the pine needle front is that they then took their Christmas tree out a week later and there were a load of bloody pine needles all the way down the stairs. And uh, I did suggest, it was Doug who clocked this, not me. So I did suggest that Doug scoop them up into a pile and put them outside their front door. (laughs) But he refused to get to stoop to those kind of petty levels so that's the update on the pine needles that was the other that was actually probably top thing uh with the avocado udi secondary that i was asked about what what were people chatting to you about lots well embarrassingly the thing that they were chatting to me about was whether i still had covid <laughs> so I was just like going, of course ah! you were you were down to the wire weren't you yeah so i tested i was testing every day up until so I went up to Birmingham on Friday evening and I was testing every single day um, and tested negative finally on Thursday. So it meant I missed out on there was um, I was supposed to be going to a really nice Brooks event on the Thursday, which I missed because I was just like Friday uh, on Wednesday. I'd had a fine line. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to make a uh, a decision here. A so call. I didn't go to that. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, fine for Friday. But I did feel like that was the top that was the number one thing I was being asked about and I was like oh shit yeah I really should have I should have worn a badge or something or uh, something to to persuade COVID free totally COVID free I promise yeah Yeah. so yeah yeah so that but that was lovely but quite weird because you just sort of think oh god yeah people actually listen to this don't they I know that's what that was the thing that we kept saying um and uh yeah I was about to say sorry for repeating ourselves um, but that isn't true because we said it to lots of individual people. So we were only saying it, we we're only repeating ourselves to ourselves. Um, <laughs> but um, we did find it very bizarre that we feel like we're just talking into a void to each mm. other. And why would anybody want to listen to this silly little bit of banter that we have with each other? And it makes our week, but is no you know that's that's the the most we ever sort of hoped that we would get out of it and the fact that so many of you guys are part of this community and love also talking shit and running is the best also everybody (laughs) said please can we keep swearing and never talking about running yes we fucking will um i tell you what i had i remember yeah I tell you, thinking of like little memories of conversations that I had. There was, do you remember the father daughter? We you know when, yes. when they came and saw us, Scarlett, and how, Scarlett, and her dad. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
and and they're a running family because her mum runs and she said I thought this was lovely this made me feel quite weepy actually and she was saying that um after I did the London marathon that I instagrammed a story about my marathon experience and talking about the fact that I didn't have my name on my top but I think I, I instagrammed yeah. something where where someone had shouted out my name or had said something to me um Oh, as I ran along and she said oh that was my mum that said that <laughs> so she recognized you and I was like, and she said we all listen so she listens her dad listens and her mum listens it's like oh guys that's so gorgeous it was they, so were lovely. Lovely. Yeah, they were lovely yeah Scarlett and her dad were lush really really yeah. lovely oh yeah everyone was Apparently so lovely as well we had everyone was so nice I didn't realize really? but we had read Scarlett's well we think we've read Scarlett's email out. Please let us know because, as you know, there is occasionally a lost episode due to ironing or other um, <laughs> potential interruptions. Um, but um, Scarlett did send an email in where she had a bloke say something like she fell over and a guy was like, oh, you're right. And she was like, yeah, yeah, all good. And she was like, and he was like, oh, just, just your pride then. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, we definitely yeah. have bitched uh, and raged yeah. about this on the pod. What but, a bastard! Um, yeah, let us know if that got Ugh. lost in, in the ether somewhere. But um, but yeah, mm. that was lush. So nice to put so many names to faces because yes. uh, quite a few people that we met had written in, um, or we had seen on Instagram or over on Patreon and so it was just truly lovely there were a couple of women embarrassingly um Claire was one who I um I said hello hello Claire or something and then I yeah. suddenly sort of was like oh that's a bit that's a bit weird slightly stalkery I've never met her <laughs> I just I've seen her I recognized her from her her face on social yeah. media and on Patreon and things um from you know, being being someone who's around in our kind of women's running community and is part of the pod squad. And then I thought, oh, my God, she's going to be well creeped out by that. Oh, don't. I did that loads. I was doing that to people as I was walking around because of like because of Instagram. And, and mm-hmm. it was, for me, it's so weird, like walking around that show and you just you see faces that you sort of think are your mates. Because you're like, I see them so often, like either your mates. Yeah. Or like you, you think of them as being you know, properly famous, like famous people, like telly people or something. Yeah. And they're not telly people, they're Instagram people, or they, they just sort yeah. of post kind of, you know, strength training for runners or something. And it's like, oh my God, look, you know. So there was a bit where um, yeah. I was sort of fangirling uh, Adish McColgan. I was waiting, I was sort of standing around, hopefully at the polar stage. And Jordan, I think, I think she's called Jordan Foster, but I, I yeah, followed she is her. called Jordan Foster. Yeah, and I have followed her forever and ever and ever and ever. And she came over and tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "Hi!" And we've even had we've even done a little um, Instagram live um, when she was pregnant. But we've never actually spoken in person. So it was like, oh, oh my god, weren't lots her. of people very? We, ha- I had that with Ben from Sports Tours, who's somebody that we work with on a bit more of a professional <laughs> I level know what you're rather than say. just someone. <laughs> he was a, a very tall man. <laughs> he was a very tall man. And I thought, I was like, we came in and there was the Sports Tours desk. And obviously, if you're coming to Paris, we're doing that through Sports Tours. When we went to Club La Santa, that was through Sports Tours. Like we work with them really closely. They're all so, so lovely. And they're such a, a great team. We really got on with Kate, mm. who works for them. 
um, and recently with Ben because he's been helping us set Paris up. And um, and I was like, oh, I wonder, where, I wonder if Ben's about. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's 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 right there. And I was like, no, that's not Ben. That's a very very tall man. <laughs> and I've always just had in my brain because I'd only seen him on Zoom that he was a small man. He's yeah, not. Very tall man. He's not mm. a small man at all. Yeah, I I I had I had that in the other way round because I am a tallish kind of person. Mm. Um, and, and I was talking to Dave about this when I got home. Last yes, night, actually, maybe it's were... just because I'm quite short. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. But I, I think it's, it's it's Zoom. It's the fault of Zoom, isn't it? That I have all these conversations mm-hmm. with people, and particularly, you know, through lockdown, and I've only ever seen them in like over Zoom or in photographs, and and with no context. Like runners yeah. rarely have context, right? So particularly trail runners, right? So loads of trail mm-hmm. runners. There's lots of pictures of trail runners on their own, surrounded by grass and trees that is not enough content you need to be, put them next to like a 50p coin like a hamster don't you to sort of yes see yes you do actual size <laughs> yeah so there were a couple of um for what i believe to be super super famous trail running women who i met in the flesh for the first time on saturday and sunday that i, I loomed over and i was really shocked i was really like oh mm-hmm. okay Okay, I'm very loomy, and, and it made me feel all awkward and secondary school again. <laughs> Just like, oh Jesus, Aww. what is it about? Do you think there's a thing about like crazy, amazing trail runners? Are they all short, and is that a benefit? Do you think? Well, I suppose like, if you are short, you've got less to lug about, haven't you? Yeah. And, and, does it really guess, work like that? Because you've also got longer yeah. legs to do the lugging if you're tall. I don't know. I I I don't I, know. I'm I'm beginning to think because because I find running hard, uh, and they clearly find it easy that there is some hidden benefit to being shorter mm-hmm. than five foot ten. I think these sprightly people. I think there's, and I also think they have less far to fall if they have to fall. So if they do trip over stuff, very true, they don't hurt hurt themselves quite so much as I would. Because I suppose the ideal like body shape to be if you're a trail runner would basically be a goat. (laughs) Yeah, ideally you'd like you yes four legs hooves two horns. <laughs> I suppose that would that would be ideal. Not not many of those people who look like that knocking about. As but much, no, short no. probably does come into that a little bit. I think in low, low center of gravity. gravity. Yeah, so you're not. Yeah, low center of gravity and, and being able to see your feet as well. Like I yes. think there is something so as well. I with can't really do that over my tits sometimes. So that's <laughs> another good point. Mm, yeah I I, I I just my, I think my feet are just too far down so I think I'm constantly kind of I, yeah. I am sh- I'm shit on a downward slope so I, I I just I think that if I had bigger feet and was closer to the ground then I would mm-hmm. be I'd be a bloody excellent athlete I think is the conclusion that I'm coming to here and like Damien Hall was there and he's a a, a little strip of a thing now as well he's he's yeah isn't he so I I just think there's a 
I didn't know yeah. that Damien Hall had a Mohican. Did you not? Oh, you don't follow him on the gram then. He's always going on about Is that iconic? Kind of... Is that iconic <laughs> of him? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I think because most of the pictures I've seen of him, he's been finishing the spine race or something. So usually he's got almost a balaclava on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. I'd ever noticed. So that was a takeaway for me. <laughs> what else did you learn, Holly? What else did you learn from your two days at the National Women's Oh, wow. I truly so much about running as you as you gathered um I did have I wanted to also shout out so um before we moved away too much from Paris and I did have mm. somebody come up to me and say I'm so sorry I can't remember who it was of my various people I've written down um that they they said they can't listen at the moment because we are talking about Paris and yes. they were sad because they can't go so I'm so sorry I'll get this out of the way very very quickly but I needed yeah. to say uh we both met separately I believe Evelyn yeah. and Emily Yes! Oh my gosh, that warmed that my heart cute. so much that I quickly wanted to shout them out on the pod for the fact that they were meeting for the first time in person at the National Running Show, having met digitally, virtually, on um, on Patreon before, um, mm-hmm. because they needed somebody to share a room with and needed a pal for Paris, and now they are going to be coming to Paris together, sharing a room together. They came to the National Running Show together, met in person and came and met us. And it was just so gorgeous. It was lovely, yeah. wasn't it? I, I just remember, um, I think it was, I think we met Evelyn first and then Emily second. And I remember Emily coming up to yes. the stage and saying, she came up to the stage, coming up to the to, to our stand and saying. I don't um, think I did meet Emily, actually. I think I just met Evelyn. You met both. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when she came up, she said something that made me realise who she was. And I said, oh, you must be Emily. And she just, she did honestly look as though I, <laughs> I was some yes, kind of... like when I, I went, know. hello, Claire. Welcome to yeah. the stand. It was like, yeah. why do you know who I am? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just to have a, um, an excellent kind of knowledge of people's faces and stuff. But yeah, I thought Well, it's us having a couple of people mention, a couple of people used the term fangirling and... I just want to make it very clear that we were actually equally fangirling back because it was just so exciting to meet so many people who actually listened to the pod and it was just truly joyous. I can't believe how many of you there were. It was bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) So, and it's it's made us just come away from it, just going, next year we're doing better. We're going to do better stuff. We want to do just much more fun things on the stand and make it a kind of place for Mm -hmm. us to kind of have proper chats and you know I want to have I want to have like you know you know how like um because I really really loved um and I think it's all right to talk about this here so it's fine to talk about this this is a safe space um I loved seeing um bad boy running that I mean I think they've got a lovely podcast and they are fab people and they're really funny and the people that do that are great so we we were talking to them about us going on their podcast and them coming on our podcast because they're just lovely. Um, they I'm have so excited beer. about that. I'm really excited about that. They have beer on their stand, um, alcohol-free beer, but beer nevertheless. And I was yeah, thinking, okay, this is time. We need to collaborate, don't we, next year? Because what we want on our stand is some drinks. And because it's us, you know what those drinks need to be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who can we link up with? Jacob's Creek or someone need to get in touch. 
<laughs> that actually Jackie said that when she came over and bought the flapjacks she was like I, 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 I if only I could bring you a glass of Savvy B we did actually have a glass after the we had a glass or or four, four I think after yeah. the show I think oh we had God, four I, got, I was so yeah mm, anyway yeah the second day was much we were jolly afterwards <laughs> yeah yes, we were we jolly afterwards <laughs> also and it's just annoying it's the annoying thing about alcohol isn't it is that we I was just I was tired because I kept waking up in the night because I drunk too yeah. much wine um but and I also got the spooks I don't think I told you about my spooks no what do you mean what happened? So we were staying in a lovely hotel. Genuinely, I don't want to like. I won't. I won't. I won't drag them because they. It was lovely. Um, however, I think this is just an issue with me with hotels. I can't ever quite get comfy because I don't like air conditioning noise when I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't like a fan noise, but I also get very very hot if I turn the fan off and often you can't open windows and stuff because I don't want you lobbing yourself out of them when the fan gets too much um Mm. so um yeah (laughs) I um I did I did eventually work out to turn the fan off but before I'd worked that out the fan was making an annoying noise but also it was broken and so it every so often made a noise that it would go and then every so often it would go which when you're trying to fall asleep in the dark in a room you don't know sounds like a witch is coming for you or something do it again it was like can you imagine that it's like the chant of a of an ancient witch or something actually made me cry (laughs) it really gave me the spooks and then I couldn't sleep with the light off because I was like I'm gonna need at a moment's notice to spring out of bed and fight back so I I had to sleep with the with the with the the bedside light on and then eventually at sort of like two o'clock in the morning or something I woke up and I felt confident enough that the witch was you know she would have she would have got me by now kind of thing so I turned it off and then I blooming worked out it was the air conditioning and turned that off but I really spooked myself to start with and I I genuinely was like what happens if I'm murdered in the night at the in the hotel at the at the national running show and I thought would I come well I would be murdered I suppose so that's the end of it yeah the end why would I, that's yeah that goes to show i'd had four glasses of wine i was like what would i do who would i go to and complain uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah could i claim that back on expenses uh, could i yeah yes could i claim yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I did felt, think I felt... Esther's down the corridor and our other lovely <laughs> colleague Meg was with us as well and i was like i could find them Anyway, whatever. Person. I wasn't. Yeah. There was no witch. Um, there was no witch. No. <laughs> I, I, and I think, and the following day, I felt really guilty because I'd been there two nights. I'd been there for one night already. And what I didn't do is say to you the little tricks and things that I when I turned up because I've had the last couple of times I've stayed in hotels. That makes me sound as though I stay in hotels a lot. I don't. I mean, over the past year, well traveled. Yes, as a as a global trotting type person from Travelodge to Travelodge from from (laughs) Premier Inn to Premier Inn um 
but the one thing I hate is um, a too cold bedroom and also any kind of light. And so, and the last two hotels that I've stayed in, both those things have damaged my night's sleep. And so, uh, yeah, I sort of scouted the room and immediately turned the aircon off. And I could hear that it was making a funny noise, but I don't think it was that witchy. And that, so the next morning when you said that you'd had this kind of disturbed night and I just thought, oh, shit, I should have said. Obviously, I should have said. And I didn't. Oh, I was worry, bad. Don't worry. Bad Why, friend, well, bad. you probably didn't anticipate that I might have an air conditioning that was slightly on the blink to the point that I interpreted it as there is a ghost ghoul witch who's coming to get me tonight yeah. I, you know I mean, that's that's, that's quite a catastrophizing I don't think it, it would have been your your first yeah <laughs> that's just a bit of an insight into my brain as I go to sleep I haven't genuinely haven't had a I used to be really scared of the dark and I used to sleep with the light on all the time mm. when I was a child um and uh then I I grew up and I suppose eventually managed to get over it. I haven't really thought about it much over the last few years, but I, I do sleep in the dark now, like a proper grown up. I promise. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it the other night. I had to go back to my old ways. <laughs> okay. Right. So. Um, okay. Sorry. To, sorry. We, I was just saying we haven't we haven't spoken about running yet. We will speak about running in a second, but because we're still giddy with National Running Show. Um, are there yeah, any... Yeah, we've talked about the uh, National Running Show. Yeah, oh, that's true. This is true. That's running. Um, uh, I have a particular highlight that I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else that you had before I launch into that? Oh, my God. I've got so many people on there um, <laughs> that I wanted to shout out. I wanted to shout out Tash and Kat because they came over. They were so lovely, mother and daughter. Um just wanted to say hello to them. I mean, everyone was lovely. It's if 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 we haven't remembered to give you a shout out, then it was not because you were not the most gorgeous person. Because everybody we met was the most gorgeous person. It was just if yeah, people said particular things. So Tash and Cat particularly, um, I thought uh, about because they were talking about the fact that they were the same age gap, and that was a really nice thing that got oh, Esther yeah, and I talking. Yeah. And we were like, that's really lovely that we've got kind of listeners like the the age range of people was just so so lovely and not maybe yeah. what I was necessarily expecting just we had people from you know people who were who were younger people who were older people who were the same age as either one of us people in the middle it, it was just lovely um so thank you to them for bringing that to our attention because we hadn't really thought about it um mm -hmm. We met Leonie, who was really, really lovely. We oh, met. I met yes. someone called Lucy, who told me uh, something that I promised I would say on the pod, which is just that um, she wanted to. She told me that her motivation for running her first 10k and actually doing the training was because she was doing it with work, which spoke to me because same with my first half. And I hadn't thought about this, but she was like, my main motivation was I thought, how embarrassing if I can't do it and I fall over, have a heart attack, something awful happens to me. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 it would be dreadful. And then she went, yeah, because I'd have to get defibbed and I'd have to get my tits out in front of everyone at work. <laughs> <laughs> so that really made me laugh. And I just wanted to shout Lucy out for that because that was iconic. Um, and I yeah. also, my only other thing I wanted to talk about about the National Running Show was you trying to buy a dog biscuit. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> oh! Okay, let's do it. 
So Love you all with- people who we met. I really, really wanted to just spend this episode going through and saying the name of everybody that yeah. we met. But I realised that no. in fact our marketing team would probably dissuade us from doing that. But. Um, <laughs> You were all completely gorgeous, made our weekend, and we love you all so very much. And if you couldn't make it there, we also love you very much as well and cannot wait to meet you at the next available opportunity. Or not, if you'd rather just carry on listening to two disembodied voices and aren't interested in meeting us, also fine. <laughs> also good. Also happy with that. So, yeah, yeah, also yeah. good. Absolutely. Um, oh, and we will do another live. Um, this is going to, that's one yes. thing I was going to say was we are recording right now on the 23rd of January. Um, so this will go out this week um, in a couple of days. And I'm, I am saying that because of um, one of the podcast listeners that we spoke to who didn't know when we recorded. Um, and, and I'm going to make a point of making sure that I say that. It's particularly because yes. we're all training. Lots of us are training together. So we need to know where we are in our training cycle. So it's Monday the 23rd. Um, and I think we, we can't fit in a live this week, which we would normally have done around around about this time. So we're going to do one next week. So the first week in Feb, we'll do a live and it'll be on like Wednesday or Thursday. We have, haven't figured that out, but I'll send something out on uh, on Patreon. Um, but yes, right. So Holly and I are standing mm-hmm. in a looking at, <laughs> looking at a Sorry, donut. Sorry, I spaced and... on what you were going to talk about then. And then I remembered and I started laughing again. <laughs> So we're looking at this donut stand. <laughs> she's snorting <laughs> i didn't, I didn't mean it's to do like, that was an involuntary snort then it was unbelievable donuts right every single it's like the, the massive donuts and they're like covered in um like salted caramel or lotus biscuits or oreos or i mean they're just they're, they're all the insane. shit we're not allowed to eat at the moment because of veganuary but i brought exactly. some home for doug and I've decided if they belong to Doug, I am allowed to have a bite of them because that's Sounds not, like a good rule. Uh, they're not my donuts. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are not my donuts. No. <laughs> they're too my Doug nuts. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Back off. Oh, God. That's horrible. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, so, God. Holly- sorry. I really meant oh, that innocently. God. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so all these donuts holly's queuing up she was gonna buy some of these donuts and i didn't fancy one because there was not one there that i really liked but on the top of the there counter, would have there been a... but they'd sold out of the apple crumble which they'd sold Esther out was very crumble. very gutted about mm-hmm. i was gutted about that would have been my thing um but on the top of the counter there was um a, a big glass jar filled with <laughs> what i thought were huge party rings they looked like flat donuts iced flat donuts and I was like ah oh, now that is up my street because I do like a party ring like I really like a party ring and I really had I wanted something sweet but the thing is is I was just kept on staring at them and staring at them and staring at them and some of them were broken and some of them weren't but they they looked very very appetizing and we just had to wait and wait and wait we would I don't know why the queue was taking ages but it was um and then and Holly very kindly as we got to the front said oh Esther you go first so I was like what are those biscuits could I have one of those <laughs> and yeah well we've got the game away but it was like <laughs> we have I'm sorry we got the we've d- we did the punchline first but they were obviously in fact in fact they, they were very um polite Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. About it. The guy just went, the dog biscuits. Yeah, just but you can so have we... one if you want. <laughs> yeah, I think he did say that, didn't he? So he wasn't trying yeah. to make us feel no. silly, but he did he was very quick to point out that they were in fact dog biscuits. And I must admit, it did cross my mind, well, I might go for it anyway. But then I just thought, well, no, what if they've put like bits of chopped liver and things in it? And yeah, so I, I backed away from that. But why so wasn't there a label away. on the jar? There should have been a label. There should have been a paw print or something, you know, that indicated this is a doggy treat because they did just look like it was just like a, like an American like cookie jar, you know, like a classic glass, Mm. lovely looking something you'd see in, in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Um, and it was full of dog biscuits. So slightly misleading. Slightly really misleading. misleading. That actually, isn't it so embarrassing when you ask for something and they go, no. memory of doing that when I was a child, that I was in a hotel with my parents and we never used to stay in hotels. So I don't know what we were doing, but we were staying in a hotel and we went to the bar in the evening for a drink. My parents were obviously having a glass of wine or something. And my dad gave me some money and said, you can go to the bar and order whatever you like and um I went and I had a look at what they had and they had a drink that was blue and I was like well I'm having whatever that is it's bright blue and they were like <laughs> no my darling it's a WKD and I was about six <gasps> and oh. it's a core memory that I was mortified <laughs> because all I wanted was the blue drink and I didn't know <sighs> but um yeah very 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 uh, disheartening to be told you are in fact not a dog or you are, yeah. in fact, not. Yeah, a I, grown know. Up. I know. I know. Like, oh, come I mean, on! It's not on, is it? It's not on. And no. why are they marketing blue drinks like that? I mean, I've, you I know, hadn't thought about in my brain. Yeah, because I'm such a little people pleaser. In my brain, I always thought, "Oh, what an idiot! What a silly, silly child!" Was my takeaway no. from that embarrassing memory. No. Why were they marketing bright blue drinks right at the front of a bar and thinking that that wouldn't be for children, you know, mm. that children wouldn't be evil, wouldn't be drawn in evil. by them? Yeah, I thought yeah. it looked like a Powerade esque thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's going to be fun. Be bouncing yeah. off the walls. In fact, I would have been completely conked. <laughs> I might have yeah, been bouncing off true. the walls, actually. It was a WKD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why market, you know, perfectly acceptable giant party rings and and put them at the front and then say you know, they are catch the in fact, fact if they were on my eye level 
But it was just there. Yeah, they right were. They were not dog eye level. No. Though I suppose you're not marketing to dogs, really, are you? The dog isn't going to be like tugging on the arm no, of its okay. owner, like, oh, please, can <laughs> I have a dog? Please, can I have, I have one of those? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually see any uh, dogs at the National Running Show. No, I saw pretend ones. I didn't see any real ones. I saw a pretend, saw pretend dog ones. wearing socks. Yeah, you saw one too, oh, didn't God, you? There yeah, was like I a shat myself. <laughs> yeah, it really scared me. There was a there was a there was a stand that was obviously marketing like um you know uh, head torches and and lights and yeah. stuff for runners yeah. and uh, they had a they had a, a pretend dog who looked like yeah he was made of you know when you like stuff socks in tights that's what he looked yes. like he was made of yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was really scary <laughs> maybe that's why I got the spooks. Maybe oh, maybe that was it. Do you think that was the start of it? Scary Could dog. have been the start of it. Could have been when I started yeah. to feel uneasy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear. Oh, it was all oh. very good fun and very it was great lovely, fun. silly goose it was times. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. <laughs> and I did, I did my talk as well. I did my menopause talk. Oh, my God, yes. Talk about your talk. Wow. I completely Look, well, it was fine. Esther's menopause talk and I didn't support her whatsoever. No, you didn't. What a bitch! No, um, it was yeah. it was um, it was good because um, it was uh, because I was like asking the questions and not answering the questions that made it easy. So I didn't have to offer any kind of expertise of which I have none. Um, so that was really nice. That was lovely. And what was that's really, bollocks. But you well, were right that it was I've a very got... qualified panel. Oh, it's ace. So we had Susie Chan, Juliet McGrattan, and Rini McGregor. And between the three of them, they had so much stuff. And it was lovely because I, I did speak mm-hmm. to a couple of women afterwards who were like, uh, you know, there was genuinely really useful information. What was really nice as well is that I gave a shout out, quite rightfully, as I should have done, um, to Juliet's book. She, she's written a book called Run Well, which is like a book on, um, it's like runner, runner health advice. And it is mm-hmm. such a good book that I have like and it's no word of a lie and I'm not you know this is not a hashtag ad or anything but I've used this book um I had some kind of injury thing I can't even remember it now it's a couple of years ago it's probably a lockdown thing where I had an injury I'd gone on Google Google had said you've definitely got 10 types of cancer with whatever symptom it is you've thrown mm-hmm. at me classic Google and I went <clears throat> classic Google so I was enjoying that um and then I just thought oh, I'll just have a look in Juliet's book <laughs> and I had a flick through Juliet's book and it said oh uh, yeah no you've got like a tendonitis thing on your hip and I was like oh yeah mm-hmm. I do so it was is is such a valuable book and I th- so I I gave a quick shout out at the talk and said um you know every every runner should have this book it's brilliant and her yeah. book she texted me later on to say that her book um sold out and it was the best-selling book on the <gasps> Bloomsbury sand of all the running books and that women after the show were going up saying oh I heard about this book I'm going to go and get it so it's like yes the power of influence so a, <laughs> the power of influence <gasps> yeah that is amazing hashtag yeah. influencer Esther is a, a proper hashtag influencer <laughs> for that I I think I, I'm not surprised though because yeah Juliet is brilliant it sounded like the yeah. talk went down an absolute storm that you had some yeah. amazing and very very clever people um yes. and that and it, was it was really useful busy. for people so yeah it was useful good and it was busy, good. busy bonkers so it was um we had loads of people so I hopefully do the same sort of thing next year I think <clears throat> um yeah amazing. It, was all, it was great everyone, everyone wants to find out about menopause and how to do stuff and mm-hmm. you know so yeah so that was really really cool um yeah so yay yeah and yay. shout out to Juliet because I 
just truly found her the best. Like she was such great company. She was great company. We had a couple of bevs yeah. with her afterwards as well. And she was just, I, I love her. She's iconic. And there is a po- <laughs> at least one, if not more, mm, more episodes I think we've got two. with her on. We've got, I think we've got at least two. And I'm wondering if we might have three. We've got two. <clears throat> yeah for sure mm-hmm. but um yeah I'll have to go back she's just my go my on. go-to person with any medical advice and she yeah. does all of or generally most of our health mm-hmm. stuff for magazine website um and yeah she is just the best yeah. so big shout out to Juliet that's all yay yay absolutely so a legend um, among us I, she is indeed um speaking of legends among us um yes <laughs> How's your running going? <laughs> oh, uh, what a segue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it is going <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, Would you like to? Expand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I feel a bit of, uh, to be honest, I shouldn't worry or panic. I know that according to my goals, and I keep having to say this is my race to myself, according yes. to my goals and what I want to achieve and stuff, I'm I'm on track. Um, I've got 50 minutes of running today um, that I'm probably going to go and do at lunchtime, maybe after work. Um, and um, I know that that is where I need to be. Um, so I shouldn't panic about it but I think just talking to a lot of people over the weekend about Paris it made me feel a little bit nervous that we've got like a month and a half oh my god no we've got less than that Mm -hmm. we've got like a month and a tiny bit and the fact that I'm on about five miles and the longest run I've done so far is four and a half I just feel a bit a little bit anxious a little bit anxious in my tummy about it basically Mm -hmm. but um I think what I keep trying to remind myself is that I really don't like all I want to do is have a not awful time. I'm not trying to get a yeah. PB. I'm not trying to. So I know that if I can run seven or eight miles, which I plan to definitely be able to do, I plan to be able to, I plan to do 10 as my longest long run, then um, yeah. I will. Um, yeah. Then that, like, I, I know I'll be able to, to Jeff my way around that or, build on that and you know depending on how I feel on the day so I am feeling okay about it um I have found that my so my longest long run that I did last week um was four and a half and that one I found that afterwards I probably could have run a bit longer which is a nice feeling to end up with when you are doing a long one um but then it's always a funny one, isn't it? Because then a few days afterwards, I did two and a half miles. And I was like, I am going to have to be carried home on a stretcher if I run <laughs> yeah. a millimeter more. So <laughs> it's always a bit difficult. To, it's, it's, you never know how your hormones are and how your energy levels mm-hmm. are. And I have found it, I was saying to quite a few people at the running show on the weekend that I, I do feel like I am knackered like COVID yeah. has, has uh, there's still a bit of an effect of like, I'm finding it really, really difficult to get up in the morning. So the idea of running before work is just like bonkers. So I'm going at lunchtime, which is good because usually I'll still have enough energy that like, um, you know, that works pretty well for me. And usually I'll, I've I'll already have eaten something as well. So, but um, 
I just find that like the first stretch, like, you know, usually the first mile feels hard. Yes. I feel like the yeah. first like hundred meters feels hard. <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of get into it and then I'm okay. But I feel like my body is a bit shocked that I'm doing this, if that makes sense. Like every time I mm-hmm. run, my both my brain and my body are a little bit like, what is going on for a bit? Yeah. But I'm getting there. Sorry, that wasn't the mo- that wasn't like a joy-filled response. There, um, I'm having all the emotions sort of come to the forefront as I'm talking about it. It's not awful. Mm. I'm not like I'm not lying about worrying about it or anything. But it's not. Um, it's it's not really where I wanted to be. But if it was just because I like couldn't be asked or whatever, then I feel like I would. Which I've definitely. I'm not throwing shade towards because I have been there. Um, <laughs> but you know, when you when you shoot yourself in the foot like that because you're like, I don't really want to do this. I'm just going to do the bare minimum. That feels yeah. at least like you have control over that. Whereas I suppose having had COVID and just really, really not wanting to push myself too much. Um, so I have I have been sticking to my thing of move every day, Jan. But Good for you. The running has been the toughest thing I've done of all of those yeah. things. So on the other days, I do um, yoga, which have been such a godsend for kind of getting my body back into into exercise again. Oh my god, though the the DOMS, the I don't even know whether they're DOMS, the aches, the body aches post COVID of doing like even like a downward dog. I mean, I was I was aching for like a day afterwards. My I felt like my kind of bones were rattling around in my little flesh sack and I <laughs> was all sore and horrid. Um oh. so I've been doing that. I've been walking and walking has been nice because again, that's a bit of a reminder that like this is still a form of exercise and I can still do this as part of the half marathon if I want to in Paris and yeah. feel like yeah. I'm uh, feel like I'm doing something with my body and that this is it so that's been good psychologically and then the other mm-hmm. thing I've been doing is the is the hit stuff which I've never done before I have never done any form of strength training and the only reason I'm doing it is because I've got this gal who I can do it to Harry Styles tunes and um <laughs> I love it so so much so I've actually been really enjoying that so even though that's probably quite hard it's like 20 minutes and it's really fun so it doesn't feel like it's hard so the running feels like the toughest thing both mentally and physically that I've got to do um mm. but you know I'm proud of myself I think I'm proud of myself mentally that even though I feel a little bit it's always a bit gutting to get ill and I feel a bit let down by my bod that like I can't I couldn't, I don't know, I was excited to come through from doing the bath half and feel like, oh, even though I didn't say it on the pod and I barely said it to myself, there was a little part of my heart that was like, I could just keep this ticking over and then I might be able to do a PB in Paris. Like this might actually be like my best half marathon and Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm not only starting completely from scratch, but that also I'm starting from a position of having felt considerably like weaker than I did before um before starting the training for the bath half I've just had to rejig it all a little bit in my mind and it all feels a little bit harder and I feel a little bit meh about it all but it really helps that it's not just something that I'm doing for myself it's something that we're doing for the pod squad and because we're really excited to have this community aspect and to spend time with each other and so whatever basically I'm still looking forward to it 
that's how it that's Good. all my thoughts blurred out at you i think i think you're going to find it easier you know that's i have a sneaking suspicion you're going to find it easier and one of those reasons is because you're doing more different things because you're doing yeah. yoga and you're doing you're doing secret hit by like by just by stealth by harry style stealth it's I, so I think good because i don't notice squats when they're like squat thrusts to a song <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think you know i think there's a thing you know like when because runners are always told to do more strength and runners are always reluctant to do strength because it's boring and we just want to go for the run kind of thing and in, even in my head i consider strength to be in a gym with a weight and uh but actually, I do my boot camps, which do involve mm. like a, ke- a kettlebell here and there kind of thing. But there's a lot of body strength stuff. Um, yeah. And and I just and that is my strength work. So I just have to kind of tick that off as that's definitely strength because that's, you know, body weight and, and kind of kettlebell and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever floats your boat kind of thing. And I think, it, you know, that's the thing that I was saying to you that made me feel like a stronger and better runner for most of last year was the the red january thing that started it the move every day january yeah for me last last january and and the way that that just trickled down and carried on throughout the year which meant that i felt like i wanted to do something you know something that moved my body every day and i think yeah. that really resulted in kind of you know injury proofing my body and making running easier and the other thing I was going to say so I, th- I think I do you remember are, you saying that yeah yeah so I think you're yeah. stealthily kind of encouraging a stronger body which will mean that on the start line in five or six weeks time you are going to be in a, a far far better place than you were before bath heart, that's what I think, I'm trying to actually. do Thank you. I hadn't thought about it in those terms but that is exactly what I feel like I'm trying to do it's I can't control my training plan, my training going exactly according to my training plan. Um, now that I've had COVID and it's been a little bit of a setback, but I can control feeling like I'm looking after my body better and doing a service to it. I've also been like, again, stealthily just trying a little bit harder to be a bit better with my bod. I mean, over the course of this weekend, we ate very uh, many sweets but there's nothing wrong with that um but um but generally I've been drinking less I've been uh well drinking more water but drinking less of the old um liquid gold as I'm going to call it has anyone ever (laughs) wine that before I don't know um and uh and I've been um eating more veg obviously the veganuary thing has has as Esther said I have to admit I I do agree that I have found it quite dull at points but it has also just made me think a lot more about my food and my nutrition and so rather than just eating what I fancy all the time which is totally yeah. fine but had started to have its effects on some of my bowel movements um hmm. I because I want cheese all the time my colon does not um <laughs> but um now I've been thinking a bit more about trying to get in some of the stuff that I know will make me feel good I have noticed a difference in how I feel just in my life and my mental health and stuff. Yeah. I'm a bowel movement. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there, <coughs> there was another thing I wanted to say as well. And I don't know, um, I don't know how you feel about this, but 
Um, I I remember speaking to a, a PT or a run coach on here, and I can't remember who it was, but mm-hmm. someone um, someone said uh, that like if you do a run, your first ten minutes it, it, it is your warm up, and and your first ten minutes is always going yeah, to very be, true. It's always going to be horrible, right? So it's not until you're past kind of the 10 minute kind of first mile mark that you Mm kind of get into your run. So I put it to you, Holly Taylor, that your shorter Mm -hmm. runs are always going to be, and I don't mean your ones, ones shorter runs are always going to be shitter than ones longer runs. Because if you do a long run, firstly, you kind of, you, you, uh, there's something triggering in your brain that goes, right, okay, uh, I need to run for longer, so therefore I shall run slower or easier. I shall make sure that there are no hills. It's going to be flatter, that kind of thing. So you, and then yeah. you have a bit more time into the run so that when you finish the run, you feel kind of happier about that rather than if you do two miles or three miles because half of that run is you just warming up. And so and half yeah, of, very true. <clears throat> half Half the thirty, half of a of a run that lasts twenty or thirty minutes is going to be horrific. Whereas if you're going for like four, five, six miles, it's a it's a smaller percentage of that run that's that's bad. That's very so. very true. It's the, how you look back on the run, isn't it? I also yeah. I've I have been saying miles. I have actually been measuring it as per the plan in minutes, and yeah. that is such a game changer for me. I'm not saying that this works for everybody because I know some people absolutely love using. Strava to measure their um measure their mileage and like I've got a sports watch I should use it more I was told off by Esther for this uh, just a day ago but um I also sometimes really find when I've been putting pressure on myself or when I do feel anxious about running which I had done Mm. a bit because of COVID um just I've I've literally been setting a timer on my phone Mm. So I'll set a timer Ooh. for like 50 minutes yeah. and then I'll just run. And then honestly, before I know it, the timer goes off and I'm like, oh, I'm done. Whereas when I am doing a certain mileage, I'll be like finding excuses. Like, oh, maybe I could run downhill over here so that a bit more of my miles is this or whatever. And I'll be looking at the watch all the time and I'll be playing all those mental games of, okay, I'm 0.5 of the way through and I've got this and blah, blah, blah. blah. And um, actually just like setting a timer and then putting a really great podcast on and then losing yeah. myself in it for a bit. Do you know any great, great podcasts? I, uh, it's a, it's, it's, escapes escapes yeah, my mind. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that is all the info about mine that's happening at the moment. Um, it There's not really like an interesting sort of conclusion or interesting thing that's happening I'm just ticking along I've found some of it a bit sad because I feel like I've been knocked back a bit I found some of it really great because I've been surprised by how much my body can do and it's just sort of a bit up and downy but it is what it is tell me about yours it is what it is wow we should say because we are going to be Parisian soon oh my god spoken like a native um I know yeah uh, you are. Messy. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, well, true to type, I've been thoroughly beating myself up about all of my training. Um, mm-hmm. The very classic, 
very classic Esther moves. Classic um, Newman. Classic Newman. Newman's um, own. In, yeah. <laughs> and it, it totally, oh my God. So much so. Actually, there was a comment on, on Instagram from someone I, I wish I could find and I can't find it I'm not going to find it but um someone referred to me as I think something like I think it was Mrs Fidget I think was the phrase and Aww. I thought that is spot on it's spot on always having to do something and berating yeah. myself for not having done that thing and I was thinking about you then because so at the running show weirdly enough there are very few opportunities to actually run um and uh yeah and it was, oh that was I yeah that's why I had to count my move every day as walking because it took us half an hour to walk from the hotel to the to the, that, uh, yeah. to the so show you've got, that that is all that. I'm counting <laughs> yeah um yeah. But they, they, I mean some people were doing like park runs and things beforehand on the Saturday and mm-hmm. um I I wasn't gonna do that it was, it was like minus five or whatever but I went to I went to the gym on Saturday and Sunday mornings before the start of both. I did a I did a long run on Friday, um, and so I I I had had COVID, and um, I, I'm going all over the place, aren't I? Um, I had had COVID. no go for it, go all over the place. That's the usual vibe of the pod. Doing it, and I and during COVID, I I think I missed. Well, no, I know I missed one run, and it was one short run. I missed that. Um, so and and then I was back on back on track and I felt at the beginning of COVID I felt fine so when I had like a strong COVID line um I during that time I had I went for a long run which I Mm -hmm. cut back I cut back a bit so I think the previous week when I was COVID free I'd done 10 and with my COVID positive test I ran eight and it was fine but then as COVID carried on and I got more fatigued, but less kind of symptomatic, like I had no other, you know, I wasn't, there was no kind of big cough or something or, or yeah, I wasn't feeling particularly poorly. I just felt yeah. really, really tired and every sluggish run, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and like you were saying. Heavy. Like, you know, somebody described themselves as yeah. heavy when yeah. they were, I was talking to somebody about having recovered from COVID over the weekend and she said, I felt like I was like made of lead like I felt really really yes. heavy yeah and that's exactly what I found too yeah yeah like you've got weighted shoes on um yeah it was mm. uh, every run since that eight miler has just felt r- really really hard work and not only hard work while I'm doing it but hard work to motivate myself to to do it and and I am a Mrs Fidget so that I found that really really hard to kind of yeah to cope with kind of like but that, but why is my head not wanting me to go out why I don't get it I've never you know I don't have that normally normally it's mm. like come on out you go come on self-flagellate do your thing yeah and um so I found it really hard um so I did I did my my long run before the weekend and I just found that hard painful mm-hmm. unpleasant didn't enjoy it um and the and it was funny the 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 treadmill stuff i mean i don't like treadmill running um but what was quite interesting there was um yet again because i'm such a twat i get on the treadmill and i set everything off and i'm like right i'm only going to do you know i'm going to do 30 minutes or 35 minutes something because in my head i'm like i need to do 5k because it doesn't count unless it's 5k so i set it off at this time but then i forget to set my garmin so i'm like half a k in 
before I've set my, so I'm, I'm running, I've been running for five minutes and I'm like, oh shit, I've not done my Garmin. So I, I set my Garmin mm-hmm. off and then I run. And then, you know, the, the treadmill tells me I've done 5k, but because I've not done it on the Garmin, I feel like I've not done it. Oh, Esther, that's such bollocks. It's bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> I totally get why you feel like that. But that yeah. I think that's what I meant about I find it quite freeing just setting a timer, not having any, yes. not having a sports watch on, not having... Because I think sometimes genuinely then it does become a bit more about like you see all those often kind of memes in the running community where it's like, oh, if I faint don't forget to pause my Garmin or like if I I don't know does it count if I've not put it on Strava or whatever and I think to some degree like having stuff like that that holds you accountable can be can be really helpful but I mean if you know that Mm. you did that extra half kilometer but you won't feel as that that is that's mad like you did it and you're the only person you're doing it for and you're the only person there and you you know it's not like you need to submit it to the board of I know, and it's not like for approval know, or anything. No, no, no. And I've got, I've got. A, a, there's a tiny number of people that follow me on Strava, and um, and I always feel really guilty because I, I very rarely go on Strava. Like I go on there, um, so I, I'm, I'm oh, same, more, same. So Garmin, I always I mean, feel Garmin bad. And, I'm like, people are expecting. Uh, I know, expecting I, I don't, something interesting, and it's just yeah. every so often I, me running around the park. <laughs> Yeah, I do nothing. I and I, I'm just, I'm so passive. So I like once every two or three weeks, I go on there and try and give like a bunch of kudos to people, because people give me kudos, mm-hmm. and I think that's really, really kind. But I don't interact with it very much as a, as a platform. But it's just there. But even so, then I, I knew that like Garmin would automatically upload to Strava, and I was just like going, but mm. I, it says I've done two point eight seven miles yeah (laughs) but it's some of those stats isn't it that they can be great but they also can be maybe a little bit unhelpful that like I got obsessed with Strava when I ran the half marathon for the first time in 2020 um because I loved that it said at the end of it you have run 120 miles this year or whatever which made me feel really excited and really good about myself and then um I think actually then the second time I did a half marathon because I started running with a friend and I was running with Lex and she would use she had a sports watch she would use that for our training runs and that meant that I didn't lot I hadn't clocked up a lot of my training runs for that and then my Strava said congratulations you've run 12 miles this year or something and I felt really gutted because I was like that's not true I haven't I've done loads more than that you just didn't see it and I think I know that all those stats are trying to do is is show it's a way of gathering your data in a different way to show you something mm-hmm. interesting that, you know, it's like it's just another way of trying to make you feel you're getting some interesting data from Strava there. But yeah, I really feel like sometimes things like that can be like it, uh, it still counts, even if it's not recorded. Of course it does. But it's really yeah. hard to accept that when you like my blooming one second of the day thing similar I've been doing it and actually it's starting to do my nut in now I still lived a day even if I forget to record my one second of it but I feel like I haven't because when I look back at it I'll be like oh no that day won't exist it still bloody existed it's really hard to find a good balance isn't it yeah 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 I absolutely agree and I I I I find it I, I love I love control is the thing Uh, I love having 
I like parameters. I like lists. I like I like neatness. And um, although it it wouldn't you wouldn't think so much if you looked at my bedroom behind me, but um, I like no or or mine. <laughs> I just like consistency. I don't like kind of neatness though, so structure, checks out. structure, <laughs> the thing. So I I love it, and I I think um. And and these kind of platforms offer that to me in absolute spades, doesn't it? I mean, you know, all that Strava, yeah. the stats. I don't even go into the stats so much. So I, I think the structure that I like is just is quite basic. It's just seeing stuff and knowing stuff, and yeah, I just um, yeah, and I but I do realize I use it as a as as a self. Well, you probably use it more. Yeah, maybe. I was going to say, you can look at it that you you use it a bit more like a scientist, where it's like, if you're actually going to record the data of all your runs, then you can look at them and you'll have more evidence to base future runs off and to understand more about like, you know, VO2 max and your heart rate changing and all of these things that people do get really, really into looking at. But if you're yeah. using it because you have certain expectations of yourself and that's your little like sort of personal, your self-esteem is in that garment or whatever, then I think you are so much more than a small watch that has been made by humans and has no soul it's just some cogs in a actually I have no idea what, what it is it's probably not cogs anymore is it but you know <laughs> yes it's not it's not it's not your classic timepiece is it but, um yeah, yeah it's it probably is, not it your classic timepiece but yeah it's it's feeling beholden to a tiny little computer mm. on my wrist and it's like oh, yeah I know, yeah. I know. Because I you know, but... are so much more than... I was talking to my mum about this as well, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying on the pod, I won't go into details about it, but she had a similar thing recently where she was diagnosed with something at the doctor's and she had been feeling really, really rubbish. And I think, like, sometimes, like, obviously knowledge is power and understanding more about things and, like, having that, having that information, having that data that we ha- can have on things these days is amazing because it can save lives and it can improve running and it can improve your diet. It can make you feel yeah. better in yourself. But like your health and your ability to do something like your your fitness level or whatever is not connected to your self-worth or your value as a human being. Like it might make you feel like you were saying if you if you if you enjoy feeling like you have a bit more control over things or if you like that kind of empirical evidence for stuff and like then obviously I'm sure it can do wonders for your brain sometimes but when it becomes what you base all of your self-worth on I think that is what is because you're so much more you've got a heart and a brain and a and lots of lovely brilliant things that you do that are not just measured by your Garmin heart was a bad example (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no you're right it's it's basically it's kind of uh, you know all this stuff is empowering on one level but limiting on the other isn't it kind of constricting Mm. on the other so it's kind of it's it's kind of uh, enjoying the stuff that it, it empowers you to do and kind of yeah using that to your to your benefit at what rather than feeling as though you have put yourself in a little box and are just those things um 
I yeah. shall work on that. I shall work on that and uh, work on kind of... And I shall work on not being scared of looking at my sports watch because I don't want to know if it tells me that I have a horrid heart rate and I need to be institutionalized or something. <laughs> That's definitely what it's going to say. That's what sports watches say, yeah. <laughs> I will work on on catastrophizing because I think yes. this episode alone has proven that I, that may be a little bit of an issue for me. Yeah, really weird catastrophizing <laughs> as well. It's like at least catastrophize about stuff that's going to happen, not actual witches. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Not, I'm going to be attacked by ghouls and uh, I get my Garmin's going to tell me that I don't actually have a heart rate. <laughs> Do you know how we should end this episode? I, I want the ghoul noise again. Yeah, oh, let's get Dave to use that as one of the beginning bits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be attacked by ghouls and I don't have a heart rate. <laughs> make the noise, make the noise. I want to hear the noise again. Do it, do it. <laughs> Ooh, it was like, <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next one. From just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and you'll receive a special patron-only weekly newsletter from me and Holly, free access to our monthly live chats and you can listen ad-free too. And if you join our cheer squad tier, there are bonus podcasts to be had. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.